Section 20 of A Young Girl's Diary by Anonymous, translated by Cedar Paul and others. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by K. Hand. January, the third year. January 2nd. Yesterday I had no time to write because we had callers, pretty dull for the most part. The Listes and the Trobishes. Julie Turr is such a stupid creature, and I don't believe she knows the first thing about those matters. Annie is not quite all there. Lottie is the only tolerable one. Still, since we played round games for prizes, it was not as dull as it might have been, and Fritz and Rudel are nice boys. In the evening Mother was so tired out that Father said he really must put a stop to all this calling. I can't say I care much myself for that sort of visits, especially since Dora will always talk about books. People always talk about such frightfully dull books whenever they have nothing else to say. School began again today with a German lesson, thank goodness. Though I'm not superstitious in general, I must say I do like a good beginning. Besides, first thing in the morning we met two chimney sweeps, and without our having tried to arrange it in any way, they passed us on our left. That ought to bring good luck. January 5th. Most important, Hella since yesterday evening. She did not come to school yesterday, for the day before she felt frightfully bad, and her mother really began to think she was going to have another attack of appendicitis. Instead of that! She looks so ill and interesting, I spent the whole afternoon and evening with her, and at first she did not want to tell me what was the matter. But when I said I should go away if she did not tell me, she said, All right, but you must not make such idiotic faces, and above all, you must not look at me. Very well, I said, I won't look, but tell me everything about it. So then she told me she had felt frantically bad, as if she were being cut in two, much worse than after the appendicitis operation, and then she had frantically high fever and shivered at the same time, all Friday and yesterday tableau and then her mother told her the chief things though she knew them already earlier on friday the doctor had said don't let us be in a hurry to think about a relapse there may be other causes and then he whispered to her mother but hella caught the word enlighten then she knew directly what time of day it was she acted the innocent to her mother as if she knew nothing at all and her mother kissed her and said now you are not a child any more now you belong among the grown-ups how absurd so i am still a child after all, on July 30th, I shall be 14, too, and at least one month before I shall have it, too, so I shan't be a child for more than six months more. Helen and I laughed frightfully, but she is really a little puffed up about it. She won't admit that she is, but I noticed it quite clearly. The only girl I know who did not put on airs when that happened was Ada. Because of the school, Hella is awfully shy, and before her father, too. But her mother has promised her not to tell him. If only one can trust her. January 7th. Hella came to school today in spite of everything. I kept on looking at her, and in the interval she said, I have told you already that you must not stare at me in that idiotic way, and this is the second time I've had to speak to you about it. One must not make a joke about such things. I was not going to stand that. One must not look at her. Very well. In the third lesson I sat turning away from her. Then suddenly she hooked one of my feet with her so that I nearly burst out laughing, and she said, Don't look round, for that way is even stupider. Of course, Dunker promptly called us to order, that is, she told Hella to go on reading, but Hella said promptly that she felt very unwell, and that what she had said to me was, she would have to go home at twelve. All the girls looked at one another, for they all know what unwell means, and Frau Dr. Dunker said Hella had better leave directly, but she answered in French, that pleases Dunker awfully, that she would rather stay till the end of the lesson. It was simply splendid. January 12th, we went to the People's Theatre today, to the matinee of the Fourth Commandment. The parting from the grandmother was lovely. Almost everyone was in tears. I managed to keep from crying because Dora was only two places from me, and so did Hella, probably for the same reason. 
anyway she was not paying much attention to the play for in the main interval lajos who had been in the stalls came up and said how do you do to hella and her mother he wanted to go home with them after the performance jenno has mumps it is a horrid sort of illness and if i had it i should never admit it those illnesses in which one is swelled up are the nastiest of all the sunday after next lajos and jenno had been invited to the burrs and of course they asked me too i am so glad january eighteenth i have not written for a whole week we have such a frantic lot of work especially in french in which we are very backward at least dunker says so she can't stand madame arnaud that's obvious for my part i liked mad arnaud a great deal better if only because she had no pimples and prof jordan's history class is awfully difficult because he always makes one find out the causes for oneself one has to learn intelligently but that is very difficult in history no one ever gets an excellent from him except Vervenichwitz, sometimes, but she learns out of a book, not our class book, but the one on which Herr Prof. J. bases his lectures. And because she reads it all up beforehand, naturally she always knows all the causes of the war and the consequences. Really, consequences means something quite different, and so Hella and I never dare look at one another when he is examining us and asks, what were the consequences of this event? Of course the Herr Prof. imagined that Franca was laughing at him, when she was only laughing at consequences and it was impossible for her to explain especially to a gentleman january twentieth when dora and i were coming home from skating today we met mademoiselle and i said how do you do to her at once and i was asking her how much she much emphasized was getting on when suddenly i noticed that dora had gone on and mademoiselle said your sister seems in a great hurry i don't want to detain her when i caught up with her and asked why did you run away she tossed her head and said that sort of company does not suit me what on earth do you mean you were so awfully fond of mad and besides she is really lovely that's true enough she said but it was awfully tactless of her to tell me of all that you know what such an intimacy behind her parents backs cannot possibly lead to happiness then i got in such a fearful temper and said oh do shut up father and mother do not know anything about victor either and you were happy enough then it is just the secrecy that makes one so happy then she said very softly dear greta you too will change your views and then we did not say another word but i was awfully angry over her meanness for first of all she wanted to hear the whole story although mad never offered to tell her and now she pretends that she did not wish it if i only knew where to found mad i would warn her anyhow this day week at seven i shall take care to be in the w street and perhaps i may meet her for she probably has a private lesson somewhere in that neighborhood january twenty fourth mother is very ill again today in spite of the operation I have decided that I won't go on Sunday to the Burrs, although Jenno will be there, and that I won't wait about for Mademoiselle on Monday. I have not told Hella anything about this, for she would probably say it was very stupid of me, but I would rather not, not because Dora has twice spoken to me pointedly about a clear conscience, but because I don't enjoy anything when Mother is ill. January 26th. Mother is an angel. Yesterday she asked Aunt Dora, by the way, Dora, has Greta put a fresh lace tucker in her blue frock ready for the Burrs tomorrow? Then I said, I'm not going, mother, and mother asked, but why not? Surely not on my account. Then I rushed up to her and said, I can't enjoy anything when you are ill. And then mother was so awfully sweet, and she wept and said, such moments make one forget all pains and troubles. But really you must go, besides, I'm a good deal better today, and tomorrow I shall be quite well again. So I answered, all right, I'll go, but only if you are really well. But you must tell me honestly. But in any case, I shan't go to meet mademoiselle on Monday. January 28th. It was mathematics today at school, so I could not write yesterday. We had a heavenly time on Sunday. We laughed till our sides ached, and Hella was nearly suffocated with laughing. Lajos is enough to give one fits. 
it was absolutely ripping the way he imitated the wife of major zoltan in the academy and captain riffle i can hardly write about it for my hand shakes so with laughing when i think of it and then while hella and lajos were singing songs together jeno told me that every student in the neustadt has an in amorata a real one mostly in vienna but some in wiener neustadt though that is dangerous because of being caught all the officers know about it but no one must be found out then i told him about oswald's affair and he said oswald was a great donkey you'll excuse me for saying so since he's your brother but really he made a fool of himself he was only a civilian it's quite different in the army then i got cross and said that's all very well jeno but you are not an officer yourself so i don't see how you can know anything about it then he said to hella i say ilonka you must keep your friend in better order she is rather inclined to be insubordinate she used to make a written note of every act of insubordination and then he will administer exemplary punishment all very fine but it will take two to that january thirtieth i wish i knew whether mademoiselle really passed through w street again at seven o'clock on monday for she certainly said very distinctly au revoir mon chéri she is so pretty and so pale perhaps she is really ill and she must be awfully nervous about that would be terrible we wonder whether she knows about certain means but one simply can't tell her End of section 20.